You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God's sanctifying grace transforms our behavior. Learn more about this truth in week three of our series, Amazing Grace. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 14 tells us, verse 11, for the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation for all people. Everyone say all people. Training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passion and live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age, waiting for our blessed hope in the, the appearing of the glory of our great God, Savior and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us to redeem us from the lawlessness and to purify him for Himself a people for His own possession who are zealous for good works. Just a quick background uh, dito sa Titus. Oftentimes, pag binabasa natin yung letters ni Paul, ang akala natin, this is, usually it's to a church in Corinth, a church in Ephesus, but Titus is not a place. Okay? Titus was actually a church planter who planted a church in Crete. And yung Crete, para lang maintindihan po natin, Crete was like, is like the Las Vegas during that time. Diba may kasabihan sa Las Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right? And there's a lot of gambling, a lot of sin. Supposedly they call it Sin City. This was like the Sin City during their time. In fact, people there were corrupt. They, they, they were, uh, according to a prophet during that time, even their own prophets say, Cretans are liars, brutes, lazy, gluttons. So yun yung background dyan. But the thing is, as the gospel was preached, there maraming mga Christians who, who got saved. And they understood justification. But the only problem was there was something wrong with their doctrine. Hindi nila naintindihan that the grace is not just for something at the beginning, but it is supposed to be lived out every single day of their lives. And therefore, they find what uh, troubled Paul was, napakaraming professing Christians, but they were not living as though they were Christians. Does that sound familiar? Does it sound like the person wearing your shoes? Because at times, I do things that doesn't seem Christian-like. And I get convicted. I, get, I feel a sense of shame and guilt at times. But what do we do with that? Anong gagawin natin? And Paul was directing, Paul had to proclaim the truth afresh, telling them that the grace that was avail- available at the beginning when you got saved is available each and every day. And he was talking about this grace that appeared to them. And Paul's goal was just simply to establish and promote truth that transforms us to live godly lives. That in a nutshell is sanctification. Sanctification transforms us. It makes us from an old creation to a new creation. It changes us completely, just like a butterfly completely changed from a caterpillar, right, into something so different. Ganon yung ginagawa ni Lord sa buhay natin. Napapansin nyo na ba na may ganon ng pagbabago dun sa buhay ng mga kasama natin dito? I hope we do, right? And I believe we do. 
I see so much of God in each and every one of you. Do you believe that? Look at the person next to you and look at that. Come on, do it by faith. Okay, all right. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 shows us there how to, as he begins to unpack the truth, he gives us his first idea or first point about having this kind of grace that changes and transforms us. And he says there in verse 11, the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation for all people. You see, God's grace gives me a taste that's something better than sin. But before the first appearance, or before the appearance of grace, we are all tasted otherwise. Kaya pala palatable sa atin yung sin. Dahil nakasanayan natin yun. We actually learn to satisfy ourselves. But do you realize that when we sin, it's usually very temporal. That's why addiction kicks in because you can't get enough of that same thing. Does that make sense? Alam yung mali yun, nagdi-disagree yung katawan nyo, ginagawa natin, lumalabas na sa doctor's report, what you've been doing in your body. How many of you believe your body is one of the best signals? Doc Mark, right? It's the, one of the best signals to us that we're doing something wrong in our lives. And sometimes you'll feel it in your heart, sometimes you'll feel it in your back, sometimes you might have migraines. Your body, when it is not integrated with your soul, tends to send out alarms. Not love alarms, but it sends an alarm to you telling you that you need to make an adjustment. Thank God for our bodies. Thank God for those blood tests. Thank God for the stress tests. And the ECG. Diba? Para, para makita mo talaga pag may nangyayari na pala, that means there needs to be an adjustment right now. And I'm sensing the Lord through the Holy Spirit right now doing like a spiritual ECG every time we come together here and we feel uncomfortable with it, but it's needed. Dahil dun tayo, magkakaroon tayo ng opportunity at that point to respond, reflect and respond to what He's trying to tell us. And what He's telling us is, if He appeared here, that means He hasn't appeared yet beforehand in that place in Crete. And therefore, kung anong kinasanayan nila living in the sin city, that's what they did to cover up for loneliness. That's what they did to, you know, to, to, to sort of mask and hide all the shame that they have. They would put everything. They would you know, show how good they were to others externally, but inwardly, there was something wrong. But guess what? We can now taste something better. Because in the appearing of the grace of God, we tasted of the salvation. And now we have this position in Christ. But He tells us not just to, to, to have this on one day, but every day. He tells us about His mercies that are new every morning. It should be every day. reason why probably it's getting old is because maybe the grace that was apportioned to you that day was just enough for that day. But then the next day, God wants you to come. Remember the Israelites when they went to the desert. And God had to feed them manna and quail. And then the manna and quail, were, they could not store the manna and quail. They had to be dependent on God every day. Mabubulok yung pag mo, but some of them did and it spoiled. 
Some of us are living on past revelation. Some of us are living on, you know, what you received in 1989. You can't. It's 2020. God has fresh grace, fresh mercy for you and me today. That is for you today to receive by faith. Amen. You know why we sin? It feels good. Did the pastor just say it feels good? Yes. Lalo na kung yun yung kinasanayan natin. Lalo na kung hindi natin alam kung saan tayo dapat pumunta para makuha natin yung sustansya natin. You see, the grace of God has appeared so that we can taste that the Lord is good. God is good, right? Have you tasted that the Lord is good? Have you tasted, have you tasted good water? Have you tasted good water? Bro, I, I'm realizing that water in this, in glass bottles such as this, tastes better than the bottle, the normal water that I drink. Hindi ko lang kung bakit. What do you taste this? Doc Mark, since, uh, since maniniwala sila sayo, because you're a doctor, can you stand on your feet and, and, and just, just have a, have a sip of that regular water na, that comes from, uh, I don't know where it comes from. Walang label eh. Okay? Yeah, you like that? Alright, okay, now try this. Okay, you can have the whole bottle. Now this is Summit. Which Summit did it come from kaya? Okay, hindi ko mabasa. But it came from a mountain, okay? From that Summit. Okay, can you drink it? Remember the taste a while ago and remember this taste. Okay? Ano napansin mo? Dapat may kakaiba. Ang napapaganto eh. Yun. Parang satisfying iba, di ba? And I realize it's just like that. And some people that I know who can afford to drink this in, you know, around the clock, they will never go back to regular water. They will want that kind of water. You see, when the amazing grace appeared before our lives, we said, we've been drinking this water all our lives and it seems to satisfy us. But all of a sudden, you got this drink that when you drank it, you, would nev- you won't get-, get thirsty anymore. You said to yourself, wow, I'm never going back. Nakarating na ba tayo dun sa, sa time na yun na natikman natin yun, na naisip natin, hindi na babalik dun. I'm not coming back to that anymore. When it comes to loneliness, I used to fill it with this drink. But now I'm filling it with God's presence. When I get angry, I used to vent it out on my wife because that made me feel good about myself. But now that I realize that God is good, now I, I lift up my anxieties to the Lord through prayer and thanksgiving and supplication to present your request before God, the God of all peace. Well, guard your hearts. He began, begins to guard your heart. And now you begin to love differently. You begin to be more understanding and kind and, and considerate and generous. That what fills you is to hoard. Now that you've felt how good it is to give to ta'al victims. Come on now. By the way, the alert level four is now number three. Thank you, Lord. Praise God for that. It's going to go down to two. It's going to go down to one. Before you know it, zero. Commendable yung ginagawa ng ating mga churches in Batangas region. 
they themselves are looking for their members in evacuation centers. Amazing grace of God upon their lives. You see, this amazing gate, God's first point here, God's amazing grace satisfies. Does it satisfy you? Does it fill you? My dad, uh, I don't think my dad will mind me saying this. There were several years in his life that he was addicted to nicotine. He's a smoker. And as children, what we would do is we would keep showing him Showing him pictures of lungs that... Doc, alam mo yun, di ba? Yung lungs na sunog... Ngayon kasi required na sa pakete, di ba? Na may ganun. Dati wala pa. And we would have to show him those pictures because we love him so much, we put fear in his heart. Okay, that was our method as children. And it didn't work. Hindi nag-work sa kanya yun. And one day, we were surprised. All of a sudden, he just did cold turkey. Ang bilis. And we asked him, what, what made you stop? course, we were hoping God's amazing grace. But you know what he said? It, it's a revelation to, to, to me that, sabi niya, kasi he's a tennis player, sabi niya, kasi pag naglalaro na ako ng tennis, hindi ko na mahabol yung bola. Napansin ko, hinahapo na ako. I get tired when I play. So I stop smoking because I love tennis more than I love smoking. Does that make sense? So when we begin to see how God's training us to live differently, you got to love something more than you did love something else in the past that filled you up. It's more relaxing to him to play tennis than it is the relaxing effect of puffing cigarettes. But so much more in God, isn't it? He does fill up everything that we need that brings satisfaction. Have you tasted that the Lord is good. Wearsby says this, salvation is not only a change in position, but it is also a change in attitude. I like this other one. Appetite, ambition, and action. Somebody may appetite. Kasama yan sa one-to-one booklet natin, di ba? Di ba? Yung love for the word, malalaman mo yung mga anak nyo, medyo may something wrong when they don't like to eat their food. If we don't love the Word of God, we know that there's something wrong with our spiritual life. When we're not hungry anymore, when we're not amazed anymore, that means we haven't applied that grace in our lives. And by the way, how do we apply the grace of God in our lives every day? It's still through faith. It's not by works. Oh, I was, I was justified by the grace of God as I put my faith in Him. But the next day, I made sure that I read enough of the Bible to feel the grace of God. What's the difference? One was totally dependent on the grace. The other one was dependent on works. Okay, I like the song you guys sang. How many of you appreciate what a sp- sweet spirit, you know, how you sang that. And that's how God reveals Himself in a very sweet way. And you begin to realize how sweet it is to, to, to be with you, Lord. To be in your presence. And And this is what satisfies more than anything else. And we crave for it. Our attitude begins to change. Our ambitions start to change as well. Secondly, God's grace empowers. God's, let me say that again. God's amazing grace empowers. Shout it out with me. God's amazing grace empowers. God's amazing grace satisfies. Do you feel empowered? 
or feeling nating talunan tayo. Lagi natin sinasabi, we're part of victory. Pero hindi ko maintindihan yung mga taga-victory na yan, kung paano silang acting so victorious. I don't feel victorious, I feel defeated. Pastor Ray, you don't know what I go through. At night, I get bombarded with thoughts that saddens me to the core. Sometimes I feel like I'm not going to go to school tomorrow because I'm already defeated just by what I feel my friends are thinking about me. I want you to know that this grace is available to you and me through faith. And if you you set your faith and hope in Him, you realize that this there's going to be this surge and overflowing of His love in your life and experience Him afresh like never before. The Bible teaches us in verse 12 that the, Paul says here that as the grace of God has appeared, verse 12, it trains us. We're going back to that warm-up discussion that we had. Probably the reason why we love those teachers is because they trained us, they taught us how to pass the course, how to have a good grade, how to overcome calculus. And all of those who need to overcome calculus said an amen. Konti lang. Tatalino kayo. Tatalino talaga natin dito. No? Di ba? But that was my struggle up until now. But it says here that without the grace of God, we will always say yes to sin and temptation. Dahil yun yung automatic programming natin. We can't change without this training. See, I, I realized as we read this particular text that the word training there means not the training of a military personnel or an athlete, as Paul would often, often refer to, but the training mentioned here is the training up of a child, the rearing of a child, to bring out the maximum potential in that child. If you're a young person here today, if you're a student, if you're part of the, the next generation, what's the next generation? Anything younger than your senior pastor? No, just kidding. You're the next generation. Anyone, you know, they're here. They're, they're in our midst. And, and I, I realize this. Our heart and desires that every single one of you would reach your mark. That you would be developed in your maximum potential, potential so you would live a victorious life. That you would succeed. That you would, that you would achieve all that God has for you. Help, you know, allow us to help you get to where God's calling you to go. Amen? We want to do that. We're concerned for you. And as parents here today, that's your concern also for your kids, right? And that's why we train them. I think the word there is uh, padju, something like that, which means to train them as, so they mature and realize their full potential. I had the opportunity to, one of the graces we get when, when we do our talks in the home, Malu was telling me about his recent talk with Daniel. Daniel, can you stand up? We're proud of you. Stand on your feet. Once in a while na lang. Itong year na lang to magagawa ko to. Alright, look around, say hi to everybody. Alright, that's my son. That's my boy. Boy, he's my one and only begotten. Begotten yan. He's my only begotten son. He's only one. And I, I realize what he said really put a lot of assurance and affirmation in our parenting. And his friend agreed. 
was also raised in the same way. Kakaibigan kami ng parents ni Gab, Reyes. And, and as we were talking, as they were talking, they said, one thing we realize in the generation we're in today, how grateful we are that we were disciplined in the home. That you took time to correct us, took time to train us, took time to love on us. You see, correcting and loving is not two separate things. It's, it's part of it. If you love someone, you won't spare the rod. If you love your children, you will correct them. If you love your children, you will, what? You will make sure they're disciplined so that they reach their fullest potential. Amen. How, but nowadays the kids get so much cuter and you want to just spoil them. But we got to train them. And, and Daniel was saying, you know what? I'm realizing now we didn't realize it then because it was painful at times. But we felt like we were being lifted up. We felt like we now know why, how important it is to obey authorities, to submit to authorities. Obedience is important. Sometimes it's no question asked. Sometimes with, our, with, with some of the generation that we have, the, either it's our generation or the next generation, they will reason with you before they do something. But there's a value there. When God tells you something, there's grace for you to do that. And you'll be trained and equipped so that you can fully accomplish all that God's called you to do. And when he was saying that, I'm going, yes, we did something right, at least one thing right. The grace of God. Because we knew at times I had to pass the disciplining to Malu because my head was, I know, my init was hot-headed. I didn't want to discipline them when I was angry. And every time after discipline, we would draw the kids to us. We'd wipe away the tears. We would kiss them. I feel, we feel so much closer after that. Remember we just talked about suffering last week? You see, all of that is part of our sanctification. All of us so that we would draw on the love and the grace of God in our lives. That's all part of sanctification. All that we're going through, the trials, the testings, that's all part of God transforming us. So tayo mga Kristiyano, pag may pinagdadaanan tayo, hindi na tayo malungkot. Alam natin kabahagi na yan ang lahat ng pina- ginagawa ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. That's why we can rejoice in our trials. We can rejoice in our sufferings because we know that, that all of these trials is producing character and character is needed so that we'll have hope and hope does not disappoint us. You know why so many are disappointed? Because that has never run its course in our lives. Let's allow that to run its course. The character would be formed through that kind of training. You know what else they said? I'll say it in a moment. I want to do a part two lang dun sa ultra, that ultra boost Adidas thing. I know for some of you, oh, so old na yan, ano ba yan? But ultra boost pa rin. But I want to show you the, the, the pair of sneakers. Okay, This was not the actual one, but this is what happened. When I poured that Coca-Cola on one shoe, talagang kitang kita yung difference. And after cleaning it, 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 you still could see the huge difference. And, and I, I was telling you, I was doing everything. I felt the guilt and the shame for pouring that over to my son. And I spent a thousand pesos on cleaning supplies. But then afterwards, wala pa rin nangyari. Parang hindi pa rin bumalik dun sa dati. And one of our members texted me or sent me a message. He was compassionate for that other shoe. Okay, that shoe, and 
He sent this message to me. Can you blow it up, please? Sabi niya, Pastor, this is Tal, okay? The, the dad of Jonathan. Pastor, good morning po. I heard your story about shoes. I would suggest you to use Joy dishwashing liquid and clean cloth so you can clean the shoes and bring back the, glit- the glittering part and just dry it with air or electric fan. Thank you. So, I mean, in life, we have those teachers and trainers who go before us, right? And teach us from their experience, hindi mo kailangan bumili ng mahal na solution, ito na, joy na lang. Bakit ka ba bumibili ng mahal? Actually, nang pinapour ko yung liquid na yun, sabi ko, parang joy to. Yung pala, yun talaga. And I realized this. Look at this next verse. And we read this, chapter Titus 3, verse 5 and 6. He saved us, not because of the works done by, in righteousness, but according to His own mercy. Titus 3, 5 to 6. By the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. He doesn't only provide me the products. He doesn't only give you joy. He gives you peace as well. No, no, no. He he doesn't only give you joy. He does the washing Himself. He doesn't just teach you, here's the instruction. This is what you do it. He comes and brings regeneration. He makes us new. Isn't that encouraging? That should breed hope. That should bring hope in our hearts. Which leads me to the next verse. It says there, waiting for our blessed hope. We all know when we meet God face to face, do you realize this? Jesus is coming. There's a second coming of Christ. And when that happens, you mga imperfections natin will be gone because we'll be like Him in an instant. But for now, hindi instant. Kaya kaya natin maging patient sa katabi natin. Right? So the next time you feel impatient with someone or someone feels impatient with you, just tell them, I'm in a process. Right? Or pwede sabihin, trust the process. Our hope is not in ourselves. Our hope is in God. Our hope is not just in eternity when we change completely. Yung pag-asa natin, ngayon na. Because God gives us hope by transforming our situation, our condition today. Amen? See what religion says? That's why I can't hope in religion. This is what religion says. Religion says, you should not sleep with your boyfriend. Religion says, you should read your Bible every day. Religion says, you should not get drunk. You should witness to your friends. You should not lose your temper. You see, none of those are good news to someone who's struggling. It feels like a condemnation. And I'm sorry if at times we come across that way. God's still changing the way we convey the gospel here in this place. But what the gospel says is this. It's not, you should not. You need not. It's more of this. You need not get drunk because Jesus offers a better refuge than alcohol. You need not lose your temper because God is in control of your situation. Kita niya yung difference? Yung isa dependent sa tao, yung isa dependent kay God. I want to call the music team up. As we end, I want to flash this last point. God's amazing grace draws us to Him. It draws us to Him. You know what Daniel said and Gab said? That really touched my heart. Almost made my eyes sweat. Here, guys, that I saw them from kids' church. They were just this tall, fat cheeks, playing around. Now they've grown up together. And they're telling us, you know what, Dad? 
when we were disciplined, it actually drew us closer to you. When you trained us, when you helped us. See, that's what God does for us. Pag nadapa tayo, sabi nga ni Glenn kanina, pag nadapa tayo, may, may pamangkin kasi siya. I don't know if I'm stealing this from you, but nadapa yung pamangkin niya. Hindi naman niya pinapanish pag nadapa. Eh. Tinutulungan niya tumayo eh. See, we have to realize the love of the Father here today. Don't think that He's, because you've failed, He'll just, He'll punish you. But when correction does come, it's a gracious correction so that you get on your feet and not feel condemned. And you get to be the person who you're called to be. Can we be that church? Can we be that people? Sometimes we don't get that in our homes, but guess what? The church can do that. That's why we have discipleship. That's why we help each other in the Word and train and equip you in how to understand the Word and how to live the Word. And that's why we need our groups to help encourage each other. Not to put more do's and don'ts, but really help us understand what He's done and not about what we've done. That's where hope is. You know what's amazing about the grace of God? This is what He says. Not only does He give us satisfaction, not only does He empower us, not only does he and last I forgot. Not only does he draw us, draw us to his, a relationship, he says, I'm coming into a covenant with you so that this is permanent. And this is what he says in Jeremiah. Jeremiah 31:33. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put the law within them. And I will write it on their hearts. Sabi kanina, lawless tayo. He's gonna put that law in our hearts through His Spirit. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Next verse, 33. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean from all your uncleanness. That's awesome. That's amazing. And from all your idols that tend to satisfy you, I will cleanse you and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. We can't change. We can't change. We need to let Him change our heart. And I will remove a heart of stone. He's going to change that. I can't feel amazed. He's going to change that. He's going to remove that heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh. Next verse. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. You shall dwell in the land that I gave to your forefathers and you shall be my people and I will be your God. He'll be with us. He's not just going to instruct us. He's going to pick us up. He's going to wash. He's going to put a new heart. All we need to do is to stay close to Him. And remember that He has a promise to you and me. So, Father, as we take a moment right now to reflect on your word, may we be amazed once again. Lord, I allow you to do a spiritual surgery in our hearts to make this heart of stone into a heart of flesh once again. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these, Visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.